Hello. Hello. Bonjour. And welcome back to Traveling Eggs. Hey. <laughs> Your favorite travel podcast about eggs and travel disasters. Just eggs. Right. Eggs we, that travel. Should we start right away with a little disclaimer? <clears throat> Okay. That last week we did something wrong. Oh, we're okay, stupid. yeah. So a couple of things off topic. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh you can God. explain the error. Basically, last week, well, we always record just to explain things. I hope it makes sense the way I explain it. We always record on a Friday, edit over the weekend, and publish on a Monday. So we always publish in the next week from when we record. Mm. So in the last episode, we were talking about the Oscars, and we said that the Oscars are going to happen next week, whereas we actually published in the Monday. Of the week when the Oscars were about to happen. So it happened this week, not next week. Exactly. Type of thing. <laughs> exactly. So we completely messed that up. Um, but now that they're over and done with, I feel like it doesn't matter that it's much. It's all behind us. We can now talk about the results. And yeah. also we talked about the BAFTAs, which we also messed up a little bit in the timeline. So, But you know what? If anyone actually cares enough like to watch them, they'll they'll know the dates. They'll exactly. know what the dates exactly. were they're on. It doesn't matter too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because we're film students, to anyone who doesn't know, obviously we follow the Oscars and BAFTAs. And yeah, we like to see who wins. Yeah, quite closely. So let's talk about the Oscars. Okay, let's. Shall we? So oh, I'm, I'm going to just, so happy. first of all, oh I just want to quickly say, because yes. we did say something about this um, to do with the BAFTAs, but now I'm like yes. even happier that the Oscars, which are obviously like a even bigger deal. Literally. Yet again, Laura Dern, one oh supporting actress. Thank God, because she was so deserving. Oh my God, I know. For oh. Marriage Story. So well done to her. So that was my highlight. Although I do have another highlight, but okay. I'm going to talk about that later because I feel like yep. it's probably a highlight for both yep, of us. Of course. So before we talk about that, have you got anything else that you liked about the Oscars? I mean, I... I was quite content with them. Um, 1917 didn't win as much as I thought they were going to win, yeah. which I don't completely disagree with. Um, Still a good amount. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because I don't know about the plot for 1917. Obviously, mm. the cinematography is outstanding. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure about the plot. It, we talked yeah. about it last week. Um, it did still win in terms of like technical things, exactly. because obviously I feel like that's one of the main things exactly. about why it's so popular. Um. Walking Phoenix won, no surprise there, no complaints from my side there. For best actor, well done. Honestly. Um, Rennie Zelviger won for Judy, again, no surprise at yeah, all. Yeah, which I haven't seen. Neither have I, um, but again, it was quite predicted. Yeah, from, it like, was predicted. What I expected. Um, other than that, I'm kind of content with who won. Um, I'm not too... <clears throat> Uncontent. No. I love how the Irishman literally won. Oh my god. Nothing. The Irishman was basically nominated so for funny. pretty much everything and won zero awards. It's so funny. I'm I'm honestly, oh my god, it's so funny. I mean, supporting actor, of course, Brepid. Again. Again. No love surprise that. there. I think was that the only thing that it won on the Oscars? I think I reckon so, so yeah. I think so, yeah. No original screenplay to Tarantino this time. Yeah. I love how you literally smiled. Like, the only time you smiled was during that time when Brad Pitt won. Oh, God. I don't even know if that's just an observation, but, like, he always looks so pissed. Yeah, he's off. always a bit like... Mm. Oh, it's so funny because his face, like, his natural impression looks so... Resting bitch face. Literally. Um... ICT won for um, Dodger Rabbit. I don't really know what's up with him. He's not that good with speeches. No, he's so not weird. <laughs> like, he's obviously very clever and obviously Literally. like everything. But when it came to the public speaking, when he picked up his awards at any of the awards, yeah. he was really just like, 
It was a bit like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, he was a bit like, can I leave now? I have yeah. my award, can I please go? It's it's weird, like, because in the films, he's so funny, and he seems, like, obviously yeah. he's an extremely skilled so director. Um, I mean, maybe just public speaking isn't his cup of tea. Maybe not. I mean, to be fair, I kind of feel him, because I want to become a director, but I'm really... Like, I, I, I'm not bad at public speaking, but I wouldn't be good at interviews or something. Mm. Like, I know that if I was to come on an interview for any of the late night shows, I would be horrible. Mm. And everyone would look at me and be like, why is this person even popular at all? Because I would just sit there and be like, okay. Because I would be so scared of constantly slipping up and saying something wrong you know, I feel like if you've got the award, though, no one cares if you say something wrong. Because you're I like, mean, well, lol, you, well, I won, so. I mean, yeah, but like, I would still stand there and 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 overthink in my head and be like, oh my god, think of the best thing to say. You only have the ninety seconds. Like, like, think of like, think of everyone you want to thank, and then then say something meaningful. I, and, oh my god, I wouldn't do the whole thanking everyone individually because I know I'd forget someone. So I, I wouldn't do that just because like I know I would forget someone. Yeah, that's which may be even worse. Um. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, obviously the opposite to this was walking with his speech. Yeah, um, which was obviously... Bless him. Yeah. Again, just go watch it. It's similar to what he did at the BAFTAs. It's It was more about minority and yeah. using um, his award speech to exactly. make a point. Exactly. And then should we talk about our um, highlight? Yes. Okay. So... I'm so, so happy. This is what one for... Um, Best Picture, which is like obviously one of like probably like biggest awards. Name the other award it won first. Okay, so the other awards it won, it won four altogether. So one of them was, oh well, one of the categories might give it away. So I'm just going to name two of the other awards. Okay. One was original screenplay. Mm -hmm. One was, I think, I, oh, it won four. I remember mm -hmm. three of them. Okay. Keep talking, I'm going to have a quick look. <laughs> okay, so it won Best Original Screenplay, I think Best Director. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then what we'll do is we'll talk yes, about... it. Best won Director. Uh, yeah, and then it won something else, and it also won Best Picture, which is the biggest one. And It, it was also won... Um... No, I know what you're going to say, don't say it. Yeah, yeah. Because... <laughs> yeah. That. Okay, so let's announce what it was. Best Picture also won the most awards in three, two, two one... one. Parasite. Parasite! Oh my god. I was not expecting this at all yeah. whatsoever. I mean, I know some people say that the Academy only did this to make a point and make themselves look less racist than they are. If but... they did, hey, look, the outcome is still great. The um, Like, the fact that they still won is still there yeah. and, and it's also, still great. And also, it was deserving. Like, of course, it's it was not like so it was deserving. just like a token for a language film. Like no, it definitely. was so deserving. <laughs> I did not expect this at all. It's the first international foreign language film that won. Yeah, the best won picture. the best picture. It also won best international film. That was exactly. the other award it won. Um, and I think <clears throat> I was more reminiscent of Roma, so to speak, because mm. um, when it was won best international picture, I was kind of like crossing it off. I was like, okay, now it won this, so obviously that it it w isn't going to win best picture. Because they're not going to go this far. They gave it like best international one. So that yeah. they can kind of be like, okay, so you don't have to win best picture. But then it was so cute. Because um, um, who presented Jane the best Fonda. picture? Thank you. Yeah. Jane Fonda was reading out the best picture. <laughs> the winner. And it was so cute. Because basically everyone knew it was either 1917 or, or Parasite, Parasite at this point. Yeah. And she would open the letter. I was like, and the winner is. And for a second you could just <laughs> her see face her. face was just like... 
well, <laughs> literally, well. <laughs> she paused and smiled, and everyone was like, oh, "No!" And then she was parasite, and everyone lost it. I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" I feel like everyone was so happy, and like I feel like she was probably just so happy about it, and that's why she paused because she was like, "Oh." Literally. Yes. It was so fucking cute. Yeah. It was just so, so everyone so nice. go watch Parasite. Oh my God. It is you such a You will be fantastic so film. enlightened. It was honestly insane. It was just so cool. <sighs> and Bong Joon-ho, I don't know if I sub- said that correctly. Sorry if I didn't. But he is so cute with his awards. Yeah. Like the way he looked at them and everything was so wholesome. I feel like he won four. Well, uh, no, the film won four awards. Yeah. So by the end he was like, I don't know what else to say. Literally, it was so cute. Um, and I think it was him, actually, who, um, prior to the Academy Awards, said he's very pleased that it Parasite got nominated for the Oscars. But it's the Oscars are very local award shows, so they're not as big because they're not because they're just American and just local to America, mm-hmm. which is such a shade and so true. Yeah, that's something as well that I actually thought while um, while watching the Oscars is that. Like, how do I best say this? That everyone who's sitting there thinks that the films who win at the Oscars, ex- let's exclude Parasite because it's an international one, um, but all of the big Hollywood films that win at the Oscars, it seems like those are the p- absolute pinnacle of filmmaking, like the best that you can ever get. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, there are loads of European films who didn't even get nominated because they're European, which mm. are also equally as good. Yeah. They're just not as Americanized. And it's kind of weird if you think about the fact that the film industry didn't even start in America. Mm. That yeah. it started in France, it started in Europe. Yeah. But now everyone in Hollywood thinks they're the absolute pinnacle. It's because Hollywood is like pinnacle <clears throat> mainstream. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas if you go to Berlin, if you go to Spain, to France, to Italy, to any European country, you see all of those films which are equally as good as the Oscar winners. They're just not considered because mm. they're, you know, not as big. But that's anyway. literally what I thought when I saw the audience. I thought you were all, like, all everyone in the Oscars. I thought every one of you is thinking that the absolute panic of the filmmaking industry, and it's just so not true, mm. you know? Anyway, so yeah, Oscars went very well. Exactly. Basically. Like I said, excluding Bong because he's he, he's the pinnacle. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes. Literally. What a great <laughs> Go film. Go watch Parasite. So please watch it. So I was actually quite happy um, with the awards. Yes, the only thing is the whole ceremony was a bit weird this year. I don't know. Like all of the speakers weren't really that funny. I feel like all of the jokes weren't hitting that well. It was a bit awkward me like yeah, sometimes halfway it was through. A bit awkward. And I feel like some of the presenters almost seem as if they were briefed to present an award five minutes before they were on stage. And were like, oh, um, I have to brainstorm something. And they came on and said, and were kind of like, um, so uh, I'm here, but like, um, okay, so I'm going to present this. It was a bit awkward at points, not going to lie. So I don't really know what was up with that. Sometimes it's just not that funny, basically. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Moving on from the Oscars. Right. What else? We have one more off-topic thing. Oh, yeah. Which we just did earlier today. Oh, yeah. Like a couple of hours ago. I completely forgot. So Um, it's Valentine's Day while we're recording this. Um, Not when this is coming out. No. It's Valentine's Day on the day we're recording right now. Exactly. So obviously we hope you had a good Valentine's Day. Yeah, we hope you had a good one. When you listen to this. Um, And so... We have a society at our uni called Animal Therapy. Yes. And, and they're so cool. And they're really cool. And today they were doing uh, this thing called Puppy Love 
like puppy therapy for Valentine's oh. Day. So everyone the best can, thing ever. Yeah, exactly. And everyone can just book a slot and then you get 15 minutes to just like... It was a room these, with puppies. Yeah, stroke these puppies. And there was a whole room full of like, they were there were some grown dogs some puppies. Um, and you just sit in a circle and have them just kind of run around. And it was so cute. Aww. And they're so soft. And it there was, was so many so different awesome. breeds. It was kind of funny because I reckon dogs... Um, I'm more of a cat. I, I love, don't get me wrong, I love puppies and I love dogs. But if I had to choose, I'm more of a cat person. Um, Fergus is the other way around. Yes, 100%. Um, but I, I just love if you think about it puppies they were literally so genuinely excited to have all these people around they literally kept running around and getting petted by everyone whereas i think if it was for if like if those were cats they would have gone pissed off after just two hours and after two hours or something maybe even after one hour they would have laid in one corner and been like no one fucking touched me i'm done with this i'm way too annoyed <laughs> which i just love yeah we love the puppies Bam. so we're gonna get some <laughs> yeah i also want a kitten though i also want cats i don't i do i'm quite allergic to them what take your pe- take your medicine i know but i'd rather just not <laughs> well if you get a dog i get a cat okay like well, sorry maybe, well i mean we might not be living together <laughs> i mean <laughs> you say that i don't think so Okay, anyway okay. <laughs> okay. anyway i want a cat you're in for a disappointment well, I guess you are. If I just come home with 10 <laughs> cats one evening and then be like, well, here. Okay, just try it. I will. I mean, I did it before with my family. So I will bring yeah, home. Not with 10 cats. <laughs> no, but I will come home with like two this time and be like, here are your allergy meds. Cool, I'll, I'll wait for that then. Okay, cool. Cool. Anyway. Okay, so <clears throat> moving, moving on. on. <laughs> this episode is going to be right. a little mishmash. Exactly. So we're going to be talking about two cities. One is Malaga in Spain. Exactly. And the other one is Hamburg in Germany. The reason we do this is because both of the stories aren't exact like that long. Yeah, they're kind we of say, like little excerpts. We say this now, this episode's still gonna be extremely long again. So I mean well, I mean we'll see. Yeah. Um but yeah, basically these two are just smaller stories that we thought would be yeah. quite good to pack together. Exactly. Because especially Hamburg, um, I don't think it would fill one whole episode. So mm. and neither would the story that I'm gonna tell, which was actually a story written in via our email exactly so that was our first written in email by yeah. one of our fans everyone feel free to do it yourself exactly as well we're going to give you the email at after. the end yeah um exactly so, so first of all let's do the egg dish exactly so marie exactly so this egg dish is called um farmer's breakfast if you translate it in german it's called bauernfrühstück um, it's a German dish and it basically is an omelette, um, mixed with roasted potatoes. So literally what you do is just you roast potatoes, um, with some onions. If you want with some spices, you can put some ham in there, some cheese, whatever you want. And then once these are roasted, you pour egg, um, into the pan to kind of create an omelette around the potatoes, so to speak. Yeah. And that's basically oh, amazing. all it is. Sounds it's yummy. quite easy. It's quite yeah, nice. It sounds easy um, and, and there are kind of a lot of variations. Some scrambled up, some fold it around some just leave it in as one large um omelette but yeah it's it's quite good perfect and quite easy well, give it a go exactly um yeah that sounds delicious exactly and now do you want to start with the first story <laughs> yes okay so i'm starting off with malaga in spain bit of context first or um I'll, I'll I'll do the context as I go. Okay, cool. So basically, we had an email written in, and this was by my best friend Georgina. Aww. Shout out 
you angel. You absolute babe. Um, so Georgina writes in, and the <clears throat> right. subject line is, I love you. Oh, it's <laughs> um, so cute. Which is really cute. And so this is what she writes in the email. Right. She goes, what happened was, Fergus came to Malaga mm-hmm. with my family on Christmas holiday 2017. Mm. And on the last day, I woke up in the morning at 6am feeling really ill, like I had a really bad stomach ache to the toilet. And this might be TMI, but really bad diarrhea. <laughs> oh, God. Um, he, uh, she, no, I, so this is from her point of view. I then started being sick a lot and I was up from six until we need to go. And I remember that point where the host of the Airbnb came to say goodbye. And I was just standing in the hallway with everyone else trying hard not to vomit. Oh, oh God. It's <laughs> um, so awful. I feel so bad for her. And then she goes, we then went to drive to the airport. And on the way, I sat in the front of the hire car next to my dad with his black bin bag in my hands, Aww. ready to be sick. And spoiler, I was sick a few times. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love the way she's written this. Aww. Okay. On the way, I felt really unwell and wanted some fresh air. So we stopped by the beach and my parents went to get some sickness tablets for me with my brother. And Fergus sat with me and told me all these funny stories of times that he had had together with you, as in Marie, at university. He was my savior with a red heart. We then had to get going to the airport to check in. And um, I remember going through security at the airport. I was so worried that I was going to be sick everywhere. (laughs) This This bit is so funny. After we got through security, I did this weird burp thing and I could tell that I would be sick like any second. So I sprinted to the disabled toilets and for some reason I was sick in the bin instead of the toilet. (laughs) I don't know why. And then... So that I, I I remember having some watermelon gum to get the sick taste out of my mouth. Oh my God. And then after that, I wasn't sick anymore. And everyone else on the plane got to have food. Sad face. <laughs> and I wasn't allowed any as my stomach was so sensitive, which I was sad about as I was so hungry. And then this is a cute little anecdote. I remember listening to Mika on the way to the airport. Lol. So shout out to Mika. <laughs> All my love. Big G. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> oh is that it that's it oh my god oh my god i love it because i remember when that happened because that was um well it was like just two years and a bit ago oh um because it was it would like two years ago last december that we just had um yeah oh my god that's amazing it's so i well i remember her saying the thing where she said about oh yeah she had like this weird burp thing um, because she was like, yeah, my family, when I, when I was younger, I used to have like, like get ill quite a lot. And my family would know if I'm about to be sick because I'd do this weird burp thing. <laughs> so I remember like her doing that and we were on an escalator at the airport and yeah. she was just like, Fergus. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Anyway. Why was so, that? Like, why okay. was she sick? What happened? So this is what we think happened. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to give like a bit of context okay. about Malaga and then I'll tell you why we think that she got sick. Okay. So basically me and Georgina, um, we met in college when we were 16. Um, and I became really, we became really good friends with each other. And then like our families became really good friends. Um, and obviously we must've come good friends like quite quickly because literally in the first, like the first Christmas holiday of college. Yeah. No, was it college? No. For, 
I'm being stupid. Oh. The first Christmas holiday of uni, oh, okay. not of college. So this okay. was two years after me and Georgina met. Yeah. Um, then her family invited me to go on holiday with them. Because I was about to say, yeah. that would be a bit no, very no, no. quick. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I swear something's not right. Yeah, no, so this was the first Christmas holiday of uni. Yeah. Um. So 2017. Right. Yeah, December 2017. And her family invited me to Malaga with them. And I was obviously like, yes. Um, so we went and it was really fun. We had this amazing villa with a hot tub oh and like God. a really nice street view. Um, it was on one of the high floors as well. Um, so it was really nice. Um, and then like one of the things we were doing in Malaga was, um, we went to this kind of like bird show thing oh, yeah. where everyone would be sitting outside. This was like high up on a mountain. You have to take a, a oh, yeah. bubble car, which I've talked about before. I remember um, doing that as well when I was yeah. really little with my family. You go up one night to the top of a mountain and they have yeah. loads of birds up there. And then like, basically they like fly the birds and they come back onto the... I remember when I did this with my family, one of the falcons landed on my dad's hat and pooped on his head. Oh, well, oh. one of the birds landed on my <laughs> head, but didn't oh. poop. Like oh. it just landed on my head and I have a picture of it and everything. Love. Um, anyway, go on. Yeah, so we did that and that was really cool. Um, we went out for some amazing cocktails and like each night. Mm, nice. Um, and it was like, the Malaga is such a nice place because it's also not too touristy. So like, um, it's quite nice. And in winter as well, it's still fairly warm. It's like a tiny bit chilly, but it's still fairly warm. So it's also not mega touristy around mm. that time. Um, it's not I like, love how it's still 20 degrees. Yeah, I know. It's, it was something like 20 degrees. We had the hot tub as well and that was really no. good. Inside or outside? Outside. Okay. Yeah, really nice. Um... So those were some of the main things that we did. Um, and then... How long were you there for? I was there, I think we were there for six days, like five or six days. Over Christmas or after? No, or no, before? no, before Christmas. Okay. Like this was maybe a week, like the week before Christmas. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was really fun. We had like, because it was obviously like about two years ago. I can't remember exactly everything that we did. Mm-hmm. Um but those were like some of the highlights and obviously being there with Georgina's family was a highlight in itself right. because I love them. Aww. They're like my second family. Um, so shout out to all of them, to the Aww. Yeomans. Um, they should call in and tell us more stories. Yeah, they should. Um, okay, so um, yeah, as I was saying, the reason that we think that Georgina might have got ill was because we had a fridge freezer in our villa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we had some ice cubes in there and we we bought i think we might have bought like some ready-made ice cubes and stuff and we just kept them in the fridge and we think why did you buy ready-made made ice cubes because it's sometimes easier and quicker like if you don't have any you can you, that's that, quite yeah. a common thing i know but it's just a funny concept to think about it's just water anyway yeah. go on um <laughs> And we would use them for our drinks, like, throughout, like, if we were making drinks just for the evening and stuff. Mm. We think that Georgina on the last night might have had a dodgy ice cube, oh, which would okay. be extremely rare and unusual if that actually happened. That's the only thing we could think of. We think that maybe one of the ice cubes she had had some kind of, like, contaminated water in it or something like that. But that's that. really weird because you also had ice cubes. I know, just one just one ice cube mm. had contaminated water That in would it. be so rare. That though. would be very weird, but that's the only conclusion we could think of. There did was you, no other reason. Like, did you go for dinner on the last night? I can't remember. I feel like, yeah, but we all ate the same thing, I think, and none of us got food poisoning. Oh. So I don't think so. It might have just been a random bug that came out of nowhere, to be honest. Maybe. Because the other thing is, throughout the last day, did you also have lunch and breakfast out? Um... Throughout the last day, I, like I can't before remember. she got ill. Yeah, I don't think it was food poisoning, basically. Just because I know that food poisoning can kick in after literally like eight hours, or maybe even, uh, sorry, not eight hours, after literally like a day or two days. Yeah, it can, but I don't think it was, because mm. like, it would be weird if Georgina was the only one that happened to get food I mean, poisoning. Ma- yeah, but like, maybe if she just ate during one of the lunches you had out, like a different dish. Yeah, you know? maybe. 
and anyway we have no idea yeah but i mean to be fair you know my stomach is really really weird yeah and like i get like I, I don't know why like i said this before on the podcast i have a really weird stomach which gets cramps. Um, I probably have like IBS and it just gets cramps <laughs> all the times. I get sick for no reason, like really e- easily and yeah. really quickly. Um, not in the way that I have to actually throw up, but I get nauseous quite a lot. So maybe it was just something like that. Mm, something maybe. random. It was just very random and very extreme. And I remember just waking up at like, I don't know, just like a normal time, like 9am. Yeah. And then going downstairs and seeing Georgina sitting on the sofa. And I was like, Oh, why are you up early? And she was like, I've been up since six <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> oh God. I mean, to be fair, when she was when she says that she as a kid was often sick, and maybe it's something that she has, maybe some kind of sensitivity to something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she has some like an allergy to something super small and specific that I don't sometimes know. comes. Anyway, up. that's her personal. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't need to delve too deep into that. No. But yeah, we have no idea what it was. Um, but that was... Other than that, the actual trip actually went really well. Okay, And nice. everything was fine. Malaga um, looks so nice. Malaga really is so nice. Yeah, it is a really good How one. How come you went there? That's just where her family invited mm. me. And I yeah. was like, yeah, sure. Fair enough. Um, I think it's because it was a place where they were going to go, which still would be a good temperature in the winter. Okay, fair so, enough. So, Yeah. Right. Um, it looks so nice. It is so, so nice. I can, I'm I can trying to remember like what else we actually did there, but I actually can't remember. I have pictures and everything. We did play a lot of card games. I was going to say maybe you just didn't do as much and you just chilled there. Yeah, we did do a lot of like shopping and card games and uh, cocktails. Shopping like clothes shopping. Yeah, like, like clothes oh, shopping. Nice. I actually have a top from Malaga from the Spanish H and M. Oh, I remember something that happened. Um, I. I think. Oh yeah, it was in Malaga. Yeah. So me, Georgina, and her brother went to the shopping department, and I bought some um, underwear while I was in the um, while I was in the shopping department. I think it was Hugo Boss mm. or something. Um, and then we came back into like the center of Malaga, and we saw the H and M, and we were like, right, let's go. So we went in, and then the alarm went off, oh. and we went in. And we were like, oh shit, like maybe it's my the underwear that I bought earlier. Mm. Um, and I saw that there was still like a label thing attached, like oh. one of the security tags. And basically, I was trying to explain this to the Spanish security guard. I was like, oh yeah, sorry, we just got this from another shop and they just didn't take the tag off accidentally. And um, he didn't speak very much English, so he didn't really get what I was trying to say. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard to explain. So then he had to get someone else and then they took the, the, the package off me. Oh my God, what? I don't know why. because And I think they wanted to see, I don't even know if I had a receipt. I don't think I did. Oh. So I couldn't prove that I didn't steal it. And then they went and tried to take the tag off, yeah. but they couldn't. Oh. And then we were waiting for ages because I was like, well, I want my underwear back. And they're taking it like to the back of the store or something yeah. to see if it was like stolen. Um, anyway, and in the end, they did not manage to take the tag oh, off. Oh, great. So I, so I just carried it around. And then we left um, like later on. And then the, obviously the alarm went off again. Mm. Um, but they were like, yeah, it's fine. Um, and then when I got home, I went to a clothes store like in the in the town, like back in England. And then I just asked someone in a clothes store to undo it because you basically need to use they have like a magnet, which they use. Why to... didn't you go back to the store where you bought it from? Because I don't think we could be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just? I don't know. I love that. I anyway. love how you went to a store in England, but you just didn't well, go just back to them, that store. Yeah, I just bought them back home with me. And then we went to the store. Yeah, we went to, um, I, I just went to a store like New Look or something, and they used like this magnet that they used to get off security tags, got it off, and it was all fine. Love that. Yeah. Um, I just love I, when you just said this. I love how in London, 
it happens so often that you go into a store and the alarm goes off or you yeah. leave and it goes off. No one no ever, one ever cares. cares. It's so funny. Like it happened to me so many times that for some reason or another, the alarm went off when I left or came in. No one ever even looked at me. The security guard was standing right there. Sometimes I even stopped and looked at him like, oh, is everything okay? And he was like, yeah. Oh, I don't care. No, it's okay. So, we don't give a shit. In London, literally, no one no cares. No one gives a shit. And it's just so funny. I'm just um having a look back at my pictures now, because I remembered, like, obviously, this is a good way to remember what right. I did while I was in Malaga. Um, and one of the things that I have just remembered, actually, uh -huh. was um that we went to this really nice beach, and it was called something like La Malagueta. Mm. So I'm just looking for it now. This was like the main beach in Malaga, as you can kind of tell from the name. Hmm. Um, so I'm just having a little look, looking, looking, looking. But yeah, the whole city looks literally so nice. It is so and nice. I really want it has to like go. palm trees everywhere, which also just makes it look really exotic. Yeah. Um, oh, there's the pictures of the hot tub. Oh. Oh, yeah. So we went, here's some pictures from some clothes shopping. Oh, here it is. Yeah. So the beach was called Malagueta. Mm -hmm. So I recommend you go to this beach because it's like the main one. It's got a massive. Um, sign made out of sand like made out oh. of hard sand that says malagueta and did you still enjoy it even though it was only 20 degrees so obviously yeah oh my god I, yeah yeah no i still really liked it um because okay. to me personally the weather's not like the deciding factor or anything like obviously Fair. i love summer hot holidays but i also quite like going places like when i went to finland yeah it was quite cold but i still really liked it it's nice to have a little True. variety I feel like as long as it's not completely storming raining hailing yeah that would be awful a bit yeah. weather no that wouldn't be great um, then, then it's yeah. fine yeah um exactly. i'm trying to think if i ever went on a holiday where the weather was awful i don't yeah i've never been on a holiday where the weather's so. awful i went to prague with, like when i went to prague with carla i think we had like a storm and rain for like a half a day or something we got drenched like once because yeah. of the rain but we literally it was so warm we got back home and we dried off immediately and then oh, it was perfect. fine so apart yeah. from that i think it rained like a couple days when i was in a few cities but i feel like the fact that i don't remember yeah shows that it didn't ruin any of the trips exactly yeah, right. no, I've never been on a trip where the hot where the weather's been really bad because most of them have been like hot summer holidays where the weather is pretty much guaranteed to be hot the whole time. Fair enough. Or it's been like yeah. Finland where it's like the worst it was was just a bit cold. Fair. I mean, that's not the same for me. I don't go to like hot places because I just don't really like hot weather. Um, but I still went most of the time during the summer when even in not that hot places, like in normal, mm. so to speak, places, the weather was quite stable. Um, so yeah, that was quite good. I think. I think I like. I went to Paris before over Christmas, mm. but even that was good. Like even that was fine. Yeah. Right. Perfect. So, this this sum up does this sum up Malaga. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I would say the beach La Malagueta, um, and then or was it just called Malagueta? I don't think there was any La. I think forget that. Hmm. Just Malagueta. Um, You're going to find it. Malagueta, the beach that's almost called exactly like the city. Yeah. Um, Malagueta, the little bird show thing at the top of the mountain. Um, there's a ton of different like cocktail places and restaurants and everything. Really good tapas. Mm. Does really good tapas in Malaga. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I would say if you want to go, maybe if you want to try going off season in December, it oh, will yeah. still be good. The weather's still good. The temperature's still good. And it's not as touristy. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. So, really yeah, that's that. And then the main disaster was obviously what Georgina wrote in. <laughs> Fair enough. So try not to be ill. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, bless, oh, it sounds, bless her oh heart. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Yeah. And I can so feel her. I, yeah, I, I can really feel her. Yeah. I like, oh, my God. 
So I'm I'm honestly glad like you still had a good time. And the best oh, yeah, thing yeah. about this is obviously that it happened literally during the, the end, last day when you had on the to last leave. Day, yeah. Because imagine if that happened like on the first day. Not ideal. Yeah. Not ideal. Literally. Right. And now for the second part of the podcast, which is Hamburg. Now, this wasn't even a holiday trip in itself, but it was still a trip to the city. So a little bit of context here. I have uh, lots of tattoos on my arms. I started like uh, three years ago, like a couple years ago. when I started when I turned 18 um, and I'm about to turn 22 this year. So obviously like three and a half years ago. And I think I've collected quite a good amount ever since then. I've only, I've gotten like around two to twos each year. Um, and yeah, I've been, I've been collecting quite well, actually. And at the time, that was um, the summer before last summer, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, 2019 summer, because we're now in 2020. That was 2018 summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was spending some time in Germany during the summer break and there's this really, really cool, um, like we have quite a few good studios actually in Germany. Like Germany is quite a good ci um, city, quite a good country to get to then. Um, and I'm going to name like all of the main ones like after, but like one of the biggest ones is Vader Stai in... Is, is this where you went? Yes. Yeah. And it's in, now they also have one in Los Angeles, which is pretty cool. And one of the girls, if you know a bit of, about tattoos, You'll probably know Bang Bang in New York City, which is one of the most insanely popular and famous tattoo studios in the Western world and maybe even in the whole world. Um, and one of the artists um, who used to work there now works in Vedastai in Los Angeles. And the other two ones are in Berlin and in Hamburg. And um, the artist that I went to, I'm also going to mention him later because he's also quite famous and quite amazing went to came to Hamburg and I was looking for something from in his style back then I have like loads of different tattoo styles I feel like that's also quite unique I feel like lots of people when they um do their arms they do full sleeves in one style or they even just keep their arm to one style I literally collect every style that there is and I can think of Whoa, just because I love that she's so different no she's shut so up unique. oh my god shut up I just love like collecting I just <laughs> shut up oh my god i just love collecting all the different styles there are i think the only one i'm missing at the moment is um photorealistic mm. which obviously requires quite a lot of space and a very well thought through concept and it's also going to take quite a couple sessions so it's also quite a big commitment money-wise yeah this is the only reason i haven't gotten something like massively photorealistic at the moment um other but it will that, happen yeah definitely what I just, would you get I don't know. Oh. I genuinely don't know. That's what I thought of before. I don't know. I Because like I said, it would be massive. It would be really expensive. It would be lots of sessions. And it would be very... Like, it would be very photorealistic. Um, so I, 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 I genuinely don't know. I think an animal... Because I don't want a person's face photorealistically on my body. Uh, yeah. Maybe a nature scene... But that can look a bit tacky. Mm, so yeah. I would say maybe some kind of abstract nature, maybe some kind of um, abstract scene, or maybe like an animal. Mm, an animal would be cool. At the moment. A husky. <laughs> God, <laughs> you get that. Um, <laughs> I would love that. So yeah, at the moment, I, I, I genuinely don't know yet. Um, 
But yeah, at the time I was looking for cat because I love cats and I was looking actually for caracol because I love caracols. They're basically, if you don't know what they are, they are the, the ones that look like lines with the massive ears with like the brushes oh, on top yeah, of their them. ears. Yeah. Um, look them up if you can. You probably know, like if you look them up, you know what I mean. Um, but like I said, they have like massive ears with like the little brushes on the top of them. Um, and I wanted to have get a cat like this. I was trying to decide between a lynx and a caracal because both of them have oh yeah, a lynx that. But like obviously, lynx have long fur and caracals have short fur. And I was kind of thinking that this would look a bit more sleek and a bit nicer. Um, so I messaged him, and he was coming to Hamburg at the time. So I coordinated this. I messaged him, and I was like, hey. What I basically do with my tattoos is I either have a very, very clear concept in mind where I literally message the artist and was like, and I'm like, look, this is my concept. This is what I want. Here are the photos. This is it. Um, or the other times, um, which is what happened with my one of my other tattoos and with this one, is that I message them and I'm like, here's an idea and something I want incorporated in, but I also love your style enough. So I want to see your take on this. So I'm going, giving you these two ideas and I want to see what you come up with because yeah. of your amazing style and I'm going to get this. So what I told him is I want a caracol, but I want it in a abstract and kind of scary way. So whatever you can think of in this way, make it happen and I'll get it and I love it. Um, because his style is very abstract. It's very nice. It's um, black and gray, realistic, um, minimalistic. Like I said, black and gray. Um and it's just amazing. <clears throat> so I messaged him and he agreed. And then we met in Hamburg. I took the bus to Hamburg, um, which went fine, which worked well. And he messaged me on the day. He messaged me the concept, the image. It was so amazing. I absolutely loved it. It was so fucking cool. And then on the bus, actually, not everything was fine. Because on the bus, um, an accident happened on the road. Woo! And I got delayed by like an hour. So I obviously, I messaged him and I was like, hey, I know this is absolutely awful. I'm so, so sorry. But there's <clears> nothing <throat> I can change about this. Because I'm literally in the bus. We're standing on the road. I can't, I, I, I can't be on time. I'm so sorry. I left literally so that I was about to arrive one hour before yeah. my tattoo. Um, and I messaged him, I was like, look, there's no way I'm going to be on time because we're going to be delayed by like an hour and a half. And he messaged me back and said, look, obviously that's no problem because it's not your fault. You try to be on time. Um, what can you do? You know, if there's a massive accident on the road, there's nothing it's not you can your do fault, about it. Yeah. Um, so he was like, don't, don't worry. I'm going to be here. Just don't like chill out. Um, don't get flustered. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be here. Don't worry at all. Um, I'm going to wait for you. So I made it to the studio, I think, half an hour late or okay. something. Okay, not too um, bad. I made it to the studio. I literally rushed to the studio. Ran, got there sweaty. Um, because it's absolutely Hello. awful. God, literally. Because it's absolutely awful to come late for a tattoo. So I was literally like that. I was literally like, ha. Ah. And then I couldn't find it immediately <laughs> in the oh studio. God. And I was like, where is it? And then I went to, because at the time, I think they're doing construction work. So I went to the one that they gave me on Google Maps. And they said, no. Our current studio is in like another building, like oh down God. two roads. And I was like, oh, show It's in another building, about an hour away. Literally. So <laughs> I literally sprinted to that one, came in, and was like, hey, John, I'm so sorry. Hi, John. And he said, look, it's, it's okay. Take a deep breath, calm down. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> calm the hell down. <laughs> exactly. Um, and we basically got started. Um, now, at this point, I was already used to getting tattoos because I already had quite a few. 
Um, and he did this on my upper right inner arm. So mm. on my right upper arm on the inside, kind mm. of facing my yeah. my boobies and oh. my body. <laughs> um, but what I didn't know, well, oh. basically, I had I, d I didn't have that much space left because I have other tattoos, like I said. So we had to kind of position it and see how it fit. Um, and he put it on a straight line on my arm, aligning with the rest of my anatomy on my arm. So it looks like a nice flow and it doesn't look like weird or bendy or crooked or anything. Um, what I didn't know, though, is that he placed it exactly on a nerve of my arm, which I didn't even know was a thing. Like, obviously, I know nerves are a thing, but I don't even know that it was such a thing that you could hit a nerve and it could spark such a reaction yeah. so easily um because i've never had this before especially not in my arm i mean like in your maybe in your elbow or your knee or something but like not in your upper right arm you know yeah um so he placed it on there he started tattooing it was so painful it was absolutely painful kid it was literally like if you took a nerve and just squeezed on it and squeezed on the whole nerve, and my whole body was just, like, electrocuted. But, like, did the tattoo artist know this before? No. So they didn't even realise. Oh, no, actually, oh, no, I think he did, but I didn't, no, I, he think he did, because he, know the anatomy of, he knows the anatomy well, that's of what I, Well, that's what I would have thought. No, no, yeah, but he didn't know that I would have that strong of a reaction. Oh, uh, okay. That's what it was. Did he not warn you? Uh, was no. He like, you are about to go no. through hell. No, because honestly, maybe he just thought it was not that exactly on the nerve. Like, I don't blame mm. him at all. I think he knew what he was doing, but I um, don't think he knew that it was exactly on that nerve. So like I said, it literally felt like I was being electrocuted. I was laying there and I was literally considering not being able to go through with this tattoo. But as I was sitting in the chair, I was like, well, what is your other option? You came to Hamburg with a bus, yeah. which was quite a trip. You pay a lot of money for this tattoo. You don't have the time or the money to come back. Um, so th there's just no way. So I was sitting there and be like, right, bitch, you just have to go through with yeah. this. Um, how much was this tattoo? Good question. I was trying to think of this. I don't remember, Do you remember exactly. Or nah? Six to seven hundred, I would say. Yeah. I would say it was one of my most expensive tattoos. Yeah. Um, which is fair with this very minimalistic style. Um, if you've gotten any micro-realism, mi minimalistic tattoos, not minimalistic, micro-realism, um, you know they're quite expensive because... I can imagine. They're so detailed that even painting a small picture takes so much time. Yeah. Um, that's why they're quite expensive and also because they're quite complicated to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was one of my most expensive tattoos. It's still, still to that day, one of my favorite ones, but about this in a second. <laughs> so I was actually sitting there and I was thinking, well, there is no way you can't go through with this. You just have to toughen up and deal yeah, with it. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know what I did. I don't know if I was listening to music. Normally when I get tattooed, I either listen to music or <clears throat> I just like dwell on my own thoughts. What about a podcast or now? Not at this time. At this time I was not aware of podcasts. Oh, yet. fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At this time, I really didn't listen to that many podcasts yet. I think I just kind of went into my own thoughts and into a kind of trance kind of state. Yeah. You know? Maybe music is better. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was literally wondering, and I was like, why did you never really listen to music while getting tattooed? Mm. Not all of the time. Like I said, sometimes I was just in my thoughts, like, I don't know, just breaking yeah. there. Anyway, and then the next thing that happened is that my whole arm started shaking <laughs> because my nerve was being like over... Yeah, overpowered. Sti stimulated. <laughs> Overstimulated, yeah. Exactly. And then my whole side of my body started shaking. So literally my whole entire right side 
started shaking go like down to my leg so my whole arm was vibrating my leg was shaking because like I said my nerve I think was like being overstimulated and I was just laying there and obviously if you like you have to lay still when getting to toot so I was talking to my artist I was like I'm so sorry I, ca I can't I can't keep still and he was like yes I know don't worry at all I was like from when you told me that this was on your nerve and quite painful I was expecting this <laughs> to happen at yeah. some point because obviously it's your nerve and yeah. he I said, oh, yeah, actually, he told me he had this before. Not in a strong way like this. He said he'd had this before with a nerve, but it didn't spark that strong of a reaction. Yeah. But because of that, he knew what was about to happen. And he said, look, obviously, I know it's fine. I'm just trying to. He was like, is it, is it fine if I hold on a bit tighter to your arm? And I said, yeah, it's like, yeah, of course. Restrain. Um, and he said, we just have to go through with it. I have to be <laughs> a bit more careful. Yeah. I have to hold you a bit tighter. And we have to take a few more breaks in between. Um, so we took a few more breaks in between where I literally just had to sit up and just take a deep breath and like, just let my whole body calm down. Um, and it's really small, the tattoo, but it literally took, I think like three times as long as it should have taken. Because of breaks and stuff. Exactly. Because he had to take a break as well because he had to collect himself and yeah. like focus on the tattoo. Also because he had to concentrate so much yeah. harder. He needed a break. I needed a break. Because how, of, how long were the breaks? Like how long did you start? Like 20 minutes, half an hour. Oof. Sometimes like sometimes just 10 minutes and then I think we had like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 mm. minutes and half an hour. Um just to like I said to just like let my body calm down because mm. at some point it got so bad that he was like we have to stop because yeah, yeah. your body just needs to reset and your nerve needs to like calm down. <laughs> calm down a bit. Um so as you may imagine the fact that I was arriving late and it took oh, three God, to four yeah. times as long meant I did not catch my bus back, which was fine because at the time I was laying there and as it got to the end of the tattoo, I was like, look, okay, obviously I know I'm still here. My bus is about to leave in 10 minutes. I'm going to book a next one. So. <laughs> Wait, what time was your tattoo appointment meant to be? I'm trying to think of that, actually. I, I mean, it must have been late. No, it was midday-ish. Oh, okay. I think like 3 p.m. or something. Like, I would say midday-ish. But there was a reason why I couldn't get buses back oh that's why i remember um i wanted to write that's why um i wanted to basically get back to leipzig and then get back to the place where i was staying at the time which mm. was a, like a city outside of leipzig which yeah. you couldn't get that easily so what i was going to do was take a bus from hamburg to leipzig and then a train from leipzig to the city yeah i was staying in but the last train from leipzig to the city left at like left at like midnight so obviously I had to get a bus that arrived in Leipzig, like not that close to midnight yeah. because I still had to catch the train. That's why. And at this point it was getting quite late. And from Hamburg to Leipzig, it's actually like a couple hours. Yeah. That's why I couldn't get like a bus that was leaving at like... God, you must have left the tattoo place like really late. Yeah, I did. They <laughs> they closed up with me. Oh. <laughs> um, they closed up after me, actually. And... um. Obviously, that's why I couldn't get a bus that it would yeah. leave at like 11 p.m. or 10 p.m. Um, so, yeah, at this point, I booked another bus. Um, I was sitting there and we were getting to the end. It was all fine. And then he finished up and even taking a picture was so hard because he wanted to add it to his portfolio because it turned out so well. But because it was in such a weird angle on my you arm, like, eh. taking a picture was literally so hard. Hell. So taking a picture was really hard because of the 
um, placement on my body. Flexibility. Exactly. And I still got an amazing picture out of it. Okay. And like I said, the tattoo is so insanely mm. nice. It's literally one of my favorite tattoos that I Maybe have. Maybe put a picture. Well, is there a picture of it on your Instagram? Yes. Yeah, I thought that must yes, be. Yes, there is. Yeah. Um, it's actually insane. It is so detailed. It's so stunning. It's so beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. And he was so nice to work with. Like, he was so understanding and so considerate and so nice. Like, obviously, it was quite annoying for him. And something that I also valued a lot was that he had a set price for this. And normally, it kind of varies. Some tattoo artists have hourly prices. Some have set prices if you develop the concept with them. And even though it took so much longer, he didn't charge me anything more, mm. which was so, so nice. Um which I really valued. Yeah, so big no, shout really out good. to you, John. Thanks, I'm, John. I'm going to mention him at the end, but like, please go to him. He's yeah. so, so cool mm -hmm. and so nice. And yeah, at this point, I was not running late for my bus, but I was running tight. So I made it to the bus station and I couldn't find the bus and there was no bus there. And after five to ten minutes of looking, I saw my bus leave without me bye and that was the second bye. bus i'd missed so at this point i remember i was literally standing at the station and i was like what if i don't make it back what don't if... you just love it when you see your mode of transportation disappear literally i was literally standing there and i was like why did <laughs> it, it just it, it, i was like can i come can I come back? Yeah. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't, didn't want to believe it, but that's hi, honestly... Hi, come back. Literally, that's honestly one of the worst things, if you just see the bus leave. Um, but yeah, I was literally standing there, and I was thinking, what if I don't make it back? And then obviously another like spark in my brain went like, well, bitch, just keep it together. Of course you're going to make it back. Like, what are you, like, like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously the worst thing that could have happened is I'm going to stay in a hotel in Hamburg and then go back the next day. Mm. But I kind of didn't want that because it would have been even more expensive. So what I did was, <laughs> that was good thinking of myself. I'm actually quite good with coming up for, like in, um, that's what I always write when I write job in um, applications. I'm very good at problem solving in crisis situations because even- Yes, same. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that. I kind of like Like working... efficient. Exactly. Obviously, I don't like disasters. No, stories. but it's good that like you're one of those people and so am I where if a disaster happens, you're like, right, exactly. how do we solve this quickly? Exactly. So after this first instant where I was like, what if I don't make it back? My brain immediately sparked and I was like, no, shut up. This is how you make it back. Yeah. So I booked a train because <laughs> the bus that I was taking went from Hamburg. It stopped in Hannover got a few people in Hannover and then went back to Leipzig. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get a train from Hamburg to Hannover um, that arrives when the bus arrives, going to the from the train to the bus and catch the bus in Hannover. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I can even take a train back from Hannover to Leipzig. Mm -hmm. The bad thing about this would have been the price because it would yeah. have been so expensive. Exactly. Even I think the train from Hamburg to Hannover, which was an hour and a half, I think, or maybe not even that, was like 35 euros or oh. something it was absolutely awful better than being stuck in the middle of the night oh, that's I guess. true no to be fair at this point it was like 5 p.m or something it was completely oh no actually oh. no it was late no it was later sorry it was the what the reason i thought it was 5 p.m was because it was summer and it was still bright outside but it was still quite late okay so the i thought it would have been later than that by this point no because to be fair the tattoo shop didn't close up that late so i think it was like normal early evening that I Wait, was but then, yes. Why was it? If it was not that late, then why would it be such a problem for you getting home? Again, because I had to catch the train from Leipzig, and the last one was leaving at midnight. 
and getting to Leipzig with the bus from Hamburg took takes a couple of hours. So it must have been like fairly late, like at this point. Maybe yeah. like later than early evening, surely. Maybe I think there were just a few delays in the trains and in the in the bus. <laughs> Something as well. went wrong. Something. Well, because happened. the fact is, now that I'm thinking about it, when I went to Hanover, it was dark. And it was 10 uh, p.m. or something. Okay. I think I just missed so many buses at this point. <laughs> You're probably like blocking it out. That it got <laughs> what late. What really happened? Exactly. Maybe I was just confused because of the brightness because it was summer. Yeah. So maybe it was actually like eight or nine at this point. Mm. Um. Anyway, I got the train from Hamburg to Hanover. That train was delayed. Woo! It literally start, stood on the tracks and I was like, are you joking? I love a train delay. <laughs> are you kidding me? And I was like, am I not going to make it back? So I made it back to Hanover. Had a bit of an overtime in Hanover. Yes, a little bit. In Hanover. A little bit. Made it to the bus. Caught the bus. Got on the bus. Oh, my God. I was so proud of myself. I was yeah. like, that was some good thinking <laughs> yes, right there. Yes. Made it on the bus. Um, Got back on the, to the highway. And then there was a massive wildfire. <laughs> and the bus was delayed by three hours. Oh my! So literally, God. at this point, I remember it was that really awful night. If you're from Germany, maybe you remember this. It was like two years ago in the summer. We had these awful forest fires, and it was actually an emergency state because during that time, the entire highway was closed off, and nothing was driving, and no one was leaving. <laughs> and I literally drove right into that fire and i just heard all of the trains were stopping all of the buses were stopping and i got one of the last public transport oh, modes yeah onto that highway. oh but then you, even that delayed literally so, so i was just sitting there and i was like was there anyone else on the bus are you joking yeah it was packed yeah. oh okay fine. the whole bus was packed we were kind of torn between being happy that we caught the last bus and being unhappy that we had to wait for four to three oh, hours god um so we literally just Stood there. The bus driver was like, "Hi, I'm so sorry." <laughs> Hi. <laughs> the only thing I can say is, be happy that you were one of the last, like yeah. you're on one of the last buses that even left. Yeah, and true, true. I rode into the area. Um. So yeah, I made it back, and I I just made it through the through um, the day through the whole highway. Obviously, yeah. at this point, I was sitting on the bus and I was like, "There's no way I'm going to catch that last train." Yeah. There's absolutely no way because at this point, it was already like eleven. And we were three hours away from Leipzig. So I was like, there's just, just no way. Um, so I called around. No one was really there to um, available to pick me up. And at the very end, I managed to have my sister help me out. And she agreed to pick me pick me up at like 2 a.m. Because I was like, well, there's, <laughs> there's no train that I could have gotten. And there was literally no other way. So I called and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. But there's no train leaving. The next train, the f last train that leaves is at midnight. Mm. The first train is at 6.15. Oh, no, 6.50. Go out clubbing. <laughs> With the fresh tattoo. Thank I don't know. You. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I was like calling my sister and I was like, hey, look, I'm so sorry, but I would literally have to wait four hours in the city in the middle of the night. And how long was it for her to drive? Like, Well, um, if, if someone was going to drive, like from, like how long would it take? 14 minutes. 40? Yeah. Oh, okay, so not too not awful. awful. Half an hour, like in the middle of the night, actually like half an hour. Mm. It goes quicker by then. Um, so what I did, there's actually one train that leaves from Leipzig in the middle of the night, but it doesn't go all the way to where I needed to go. It just went to a certain stop and it left at like 2.30 or something. 
So my sister, but it was still closer to where I needed to yeah. go. So my sister was like, take this train <laughs> to the last stop and I will pick you up from there because it's faster than driving all the way into yeah, the city. Yeah. So that's why I did, what I did. Um, I actually don't know if I either waited or rushed to the train. It was either of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made it to the train. I drove there and then my sister picked me up and I was like, hey, I'm so, so sorry. This is really annoying. And she was like, look, obviously, like, it's fine. It's I'm not going to blame you because it's not your fault. Like, yeah. it's not your fault that they have wildfires on the... <laughs> it's not your fault there's wildfires. <laughs> on the highway, literally. Um, so, yeah, she took me back and that was all good. And good. I then took care of my tattoo, unwrapped it and cleaned it and everything. And, yeah, to and this it's... day, it's still one of my... Sorry? Well, I was just going to say, and it's all good and fresh and nice now. It's exactly. all nice. Exactly. It's perfectly fine now. It was just such an odyssey at this point. It was just so awful. And now it represents this journey that you had to Honestly, take. Honestly, no. Sorry, but I don't want to be remembered of oh. that journey. It was not fun. Okay. It, it was just <laughs> crisis management is what I can be remembered of. But that whole journey itself was not fun. Um, but yeah, I'm still happy that I got it. And I would still remember, like, go back anytime. Yeah, Just maybe, like... In plan, a different way. Yeah, like go earlier. Mm, yeah. Plan really far any crisis that could happen. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, to be fair, I'm going to say this. I plan it quite tightly. So mm. the way I planned was a little bit risky because I planned it in the way that I... Where you were like, nothing's going to go wrong. Exactly. And where I also didn't give the tattoo that much time because I talked about, like, I asked her and I was like, hey, how long do you think it's going to take? And I think I just plussed one hour to this, which isn't that long. Oh, okay. Um. So next time I'm going to literally take the whole day for yeah, that tattoo. Um, which is a mistake to do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Just because I had a variety of appointments. Some of them were really short and really didn't take that long. So I just... I shouldn't rely on that, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, but what I can say about Hamburg is literally, it's such a nice city. And I enjoyed going there quite a lot because it's literally dubbed as the most beautiful city in Germany. Oh, is it? Yeah, which mm. I can agree to to an extent. The only thing is there are not a ton of cultural things to do in Hamburg. Um, sorry if I offend anyone with saying this and if anyone disagrees I with mean, me. I mean, I feel like the main point of the story was more about your travesty rather than the cultural things you did while you were there. Yeah, but like, I'm going to say, I went to Hamburg like another few times, Mm. and that's when I did that. But again, it's not like the city with the most museums or the most things to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing thing it's famous for is called um, the Speicherstadt, Mm -hmm. which is basically the dock city of Hamburg, because Hamburg is a um, port city, and it has like the whole docks, basically, and all of the red brick buildings who were like the fab, like the... um, old dock buildings basically back yeah. in the day and you can now visit them and have a tour around there and it's really really cool and it also has canals in the middle of the city yeah i just had to look um it has a building a bit controversial because it was very expensive and it's quite rudy but it has a building called the elbe philharmonie mm. which is basically the philharmonie of the river oh, okay. of the river elbe yeah Elbe. um and it's a philharmonie like concert hall yeah and it's insanely <laughs> huge yeah. amazing beautiful a work of art but it was really expensive so not everyone liked this whole oh i see structure yeah. idea i kind of do just because i think it's very beautiful yeah. Fair. <laughs> um and hamburg also has something called die Reeperbahn, which is a collection of um of strip clubs um bars burlesque bars and oh is it kind of like the red light district stuff like that yes the hamburg equivalent Exactly. The only thing with this is basically it's very controversial because um, 
for a while. I don't know if it's going to be completely revamped now. I don't think so. It was men's only. Oh. That could go in there. Um, and even the women sometimes. It was a big, whole big deal. Said that they felt a bit weird when sometimes women came in there. So it was a bit of a weird thing. Um, but it's not like that now? Or is it? To my knowledge, it still is. Um, but in 2019, there was an action when feminists tore down the street sign that stopped women from going in. And that basically said women forbidden behind this point. And yeah, which is fair. Specific street. Exactly. It's a whole big thing, basically. And obviously, I find it awful that women are forbidden there. Um, um, prostitution is still legal in Germany. It's mm -hmm. not illegal. And it's this whole issue that we could go into, which I don't really want to go into because no. it's very complicated and it's a very multi-layered and ambiguous issue. Yeah. And even my friend who um, worked in Amsterdam in a women's shelter, like in a women's house, in a women's shelter, said it's not that easy. Even if it's legal, it doesn't mean that all problems are solved mm -hmm. and that everything is consensual and that everything is good. Yeah. Um, so it's quite complicated. I mean, what I can kind of... Not see, but what I can maybe understand is that when um, the sex workers in the brothels don't want women to go to the street and shame them or don't want people uh, to go through yeah. the street, shout at them and say, what you're doing is wrong, which obviously, if it's their job and they want to do it, it's, it, it might be kind of annoying if you constantly have people shouting this and you, at you and shaming you. Yeah. I still don't think you should have women forbidden from this area, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But like I said, it's a whole... Thing. It's a whole complicated thing. And the thing. whole red light district is a whole issue and a whole thing because obviously you never know where consent is and where consent isn't. Yeah. Um, and it's basically a thing, obviously, with all red light districts, which is, you know, yeah. quite complicated. You just again. don't know what it's like on the exactly. inside. Because again, you don't know who's just doing what they want and who's just doing it freely and who, yeah. like, where there's just no consent. So it's a bit of a complicated one. Basically, what I do remember is we also went to Hamburg. Um, when I was still in high school, on my last year of high school, we did like a trip to Hamburg. And one of, one of my really good friends from school, she is so cool. She is such a badass. And she would just always do some very risky and some very like challenging things just because. And she went to the Reeperbahn and she wanted to go in there. And obviously at this point, we were just, we were still minors. So she was A, a woman and B, a minor. And honestly, with minors, fair. Because obviously yeah. a minor can also not enter a strip club or brothel or yeah. anything like that. Or not even a bar. Um, so she wanted to go in there. And then a woman who I think worked as a security guard or something within the... Um, within the street came out and started shouting and i was like get out get the fuck out of here and she's like wait why? why i want to go in i'm a tourist i'll bring you money and she's like no you're a minor and you're women's get out and then she's like this is sexist as fuck and then they started fighting <laughs> mind you this was during the day so it's not even used to just go through there during the day because it's a bit like it's a bit strange and weird i feel like during the day i mean obviously it's even not always that great during the night and even during the night you get some massive creeps walking around there but during the day even more so because mm. most of the places aren't even open um so yeah one of my friends just got shouted out by one of the women working there and then she just came back and my teacher was like did you really have to do like did you really like what you did that for and she's like well because i just wanted to see it obviously i kind honestly i kind of respect her mm. that was so cool it's just such a cool move. Um, but 
But yeah, we did obviously not go to the Reeperbahn. A couple of us want <laughs> So funny. A couple of us wanted to, but obviously, again, we weren't even 18. I never can, even if we'd been 18, if us as like an obvious school group during the night would have gone there, they would have been like, sorry, but what are you fucking kids going doing here? Like, <laughs> get the fuck out. Yeah. This is a red light district. What are you kids doing here? You know? Um, so yeah, that was quite funny. It's not as, um, the, it's not as peaceful, I would say, as the Amsterdam red light district. It's a bit more intimidating. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a whole issue and a, a whole thing, thing that we could just go into. Um, basically what I'm going to, what I'm like, what we can say from this is keep it consensual, keep it consensual at all points and keep anyone working in the industry safe mm -hmm. obviously keep women safe but also they are also like men or people um of other genders or non no genders working in the industry so just keep anyone in the industry safe and make say make sure to that anyone who works in the industry does it consensually if they do it yeah you know so yeah um that was hamburg basically like i said i went there a couple times and was it's kind of weird i realized this before i went there with my school, I went there for a musical show once. I went there for getting tattooed. And I swear I went there another time, but I don't remember why. I don't remember any of the trips. I don't remember what we did during the trips. Probably because it was a long time ago as well. I mean, you say that, but the last one was during my last year of high school. Mm. That wasn't that long ago. I remember we went to... Um, we went to the Hamburg... Oh, yeah, we went to the Hamburg Dungeon, mm -hmm. which was fun. Oh, that's a story I can talk about as well. Um, but I don't remember everything we did. <clears throat> Sorry. Which is a bit weird, because it wasn't that long ago. But yeah, go to Hamburg. It's really nice. Yeah. Basically, we went to the Hamburg Dungeon. If mm -hmm. you know any of the dungeons, honestly, it's a bit of a give or take. Some people say it's a rip-off. Some people love it. I think it's quite fun. It's quite expensive. I love but dungeons. It's, but it's quite fun. Um, so we went to the Hamburg one, and I think that they had different themes. One of the themes was like a courtroom, like with a creepy like judge and everything. And I'm a person who absolutely loves horror film, loves horror films, and I rather love doing horror films. I find them quite funny and quite entertaining. Yeah, same. Unless there's something like, I mean, even Us was funny at points, or even um. Yeah, Get some Out of them have dark humor. Yeah, even Get Out was funny at points. Yeah. But obviously, if it's a bit more serious, or like um, Don't Breathe, for example, or... Um, when it's meant to be tense, exactly. then like, don't or laugh. Super serious. Don't laugh, you'll ruin it. Exactly. Don't be that person. Exactly. Exactly. Or if it's like a really good, seriously amazing film with a serious subject matter, like A Quiet Place, then obviously not. The but clue is in the title. Shut up. Exactly. But if it's like, um, like Paranormal Activity... Then lol! Or Saw, I find that quite... I mean... Maybe it's a bit disturbing to say I find Saw funny, but I find Oh my god, Saw I really love funny. to eat Saw with... No, sorry, watch, <laughs> <laughs> watch Saw while eating my breakfast. Same. I mean dinner, rather. Dinner, breakfast, lunch, Saw can have me whenever. Exactly. Um, anyway, so we were in that courtroom, and I was laughing, and the judge, obviously, like they do in dungeons when they have those shows, pick one person to have the, as their victim or something. Mm. And obviously the judge picked me because I was laughing, and he was like, To the front! Or something, and I came there, and everyone was, everyone was staring at me. Some people were really crapped out by this because it's obviously supposed to be creepy. I was just standing there, like trying to su like suppress my laughter. I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. I'm trying not to laugh." And they're like, "Is this a joke to you?" And I was like, "No, <clears throat> I'm sorry." 
I'm sorry. I was trying not to laugh because obviously I know it was an act, but I didn't want to ruin like the whole mm. show of the actor. And then I think either they said that I was um, on the stand because they thought I was a witch or they asked me why I was on the stand. And I said, because I was a witch, either or it was about me being a witch. And then they asked me and I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I am. I think you caught me. I'm sorry, but I think you caught me. Mm. And then he, I, I think, said, um, I sentenced you to, de to death by hanging because of a witch. I sentenced you to death by by um, being burned on the stakes. And I said, well, do you really think that's going to happen with me as a witch? Like, do you really think you can burn or hang me if I'm a witch? Mm. Like, sorry, but yeah. Sorry, but no. Exactly. So that's <laughs> that was so funny. And that's how it ended. Um, so yeah, we went to the dungeon. We took a really cool picture from our group because it was our final <clears throat> year of school. Like I said, it was our kind of um, tutor group, mm. so to speak. It wasn't a class anymore, but it was like a smaller group. And it was quite fun. We went both in like another group as well. And they, they did the same thing. So we had a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to remember. I can't really actually remember who I stayed in a room with and who I stayed with at the time. Oh, no, I do remember. Yeah, we had a few disasters, obviously, in the night because everyone, like, people were partying and people kept getting out, like, kept trying to get alcohol. Obviously, we couldn't get into any clubs properly because we were 17 and we didn't have any allowance sheets by our parents to get in. Um, So we mostly just stayed in and got drunk, like, in the rooms. And then some of my friends got, like, really sick. One of them got broken up with on the night, I think. Love. One of them was really sad because of something. Like I said, the others got really ill, really sick. Then the others were upset because the one friend didn't take care of the others. So it was a whole thing of just, I would say, annoying high school kids, yeah. basically. Um, when I look back at it, I'm just like, oh my god, you were just such annoying, you were just such annoying high school kids. Brat. Like, not so, like, not uh, including myself. Like, yeah, don't yeah. worry. Oh, don't worry, we all were. Exactly. Like, I'm not saying that everyone else was. I'm including myself. Yeah, in this, yeah. So don't worry. I'm not offending anyone. I'm, yeah, um, yeah. So that was Hamburg, basically. Like I said, went there a couple times. Was really cool. That time with the tattoo. Um, not the greatest time in Hamburg, but the tattoo was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I definitely recommend you go. Um, it's a really nice city. Catch a musical there because Hamburg is one of the biggest musical hubs in Germany. I would say, if not even the biggest one, I think Berlin is catching up. Yeah. Because it's the well, the capital. <laughs> yeah. um, but Hamburg for years was known as the like musical okay. spot, hotspot of the city. Mm -hmm. And it still definitely is. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. We, I, I think I went there with my school twice, actually, now that I think of. Because I think the other time we went there, we saw a musical. Oh, well, there you go. Which, which I think was Rocky. But I don't know if that was in Hamburg. I think it was. Yeah, that might have been the other time we went there. It's weird, because I really don't remember everything. Anyway, we saw, like, a couple... Oh, we saw a musical as well there, I think. Yeah, we saw, like, a, a weird, small, not-too-great musical there when we went. Um, and then, oh yeah, I, when I went, when I was younger, I saw The Lion King there. Oh, okay. There you go. Which was absolutely amazing. And I definitely recommend you go. Um, cause I still remember it. It was absolutely amazing. Um, so yeah, that was Hamburg multiple times. And yeah. that basically <laughs> sums up my recommendations for the city. Good, good, good. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> so... Right, so enough arms from our side. Next week, next we can week, give you a little idea of <laughs> next what we week, 
it's going to be Florence, Woo! which is one of my trips again. Back to Italy again. Exactly. Again. Um, I just love Italy. You can. We see all love Italy. I love Italy. It's basically one of my famous, famous. No, it's one of my favorite um, places to go holidays because yes. i just love the whole culture aspect. yeah it I is, love the italy cities. is so nice it has so many cities that it's just absolutely worth going because they're so stunning and to, oh, the boy. reason i went to florence i know well, i bet i know yeah you definitely know <laughs> it's, it's solid singularly because i love hannibal uh, yeah the tv show and hannibal loves goes florence. to florence exactly <laughs> because he went there uh as a boy to school and he loves Florence, and he also went there when he was not that old, when he was, I think, in his 20s. Yeah. And he loves the city, and during the show, when he's on the run, not giving away any spoilers, but when he's on the run, he goes to Florence, and a part of the whole show takes, takes place in Florence. And Florence has also dubbed the most beautiful city in the world for a couple of years, actually. And that's why I wanted to go. Mm. I, like I said, just love going to Italy. It's been called the most beautiful city in the world. It has one of the most famous art galleries in the whole world. And Hannibal took place there, which is why I just went. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, so, well, I don't need any other reasons. Sorry? Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so that's what we're going to be talking about mm. next week. I've never been. Yes. Um, you should definitely well. go. But, yeah. I, to give a few ideas, I saw the most, I'm not going to give away the name, but I think most of you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to the most famous art gallery in Florence, if not one of the most famous galleries in the world. I went to a very amazing palace in Florence. Save or... some of the content for next week. I know, I will. Let me, I'm just going to finish this, which was a big surprise because one of the places I went to, I absolutely didn't expect to be as magnificent as there were. So you're in for a treat and a surprise with me. And yes, so please listen back next week and come to Florence with us. Yes. For now, should we give you some socials? Let's. Okay, I'll start off. Okay. <laughs> okay, so on Instagram, um, right. you can find me. My <laughs> name on Instagram is Ferg underscore Steel. Right. And my name, um, I don't know if I actually said our names in the beginning. I'm Marie, by the way. Um, this is Fergus, obviously, <clears throat> as he got from his name. Duh. My name on Instagram, however, is not Marie. It's not Marie Sophie. It's that tattooed bee witch <laughs> with a few because full she's stops. cool exactly with a full few stops and underscores and everything in there. So you can probably type in that tattooed bee witch and it should show up. Yeah. Otherwise, you can find me on Fergus's page. Yeah. Otherwise, you can find her tagged on some of my pictures. I'm the girl with the tattoos and the short black curls. Yeah. In there, the one who looks really cool. The one who looks a bit intimidating sometimes. <laughs> Lol. Well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm right. You're wrong. Oh, she's so scary exactly. and intimidating. And next, what do you say that? <laughs> I had a couple of teachers in high school tell me I shouldn't make that face because I scare off people. And I was like, good. good. If I scare you off, then good. And our email oh, address. Yes, our email address. Is... Please write <laughs> us in. Send us any feedback, any questions that you have, any suggestions, and of course, any stories. Any stories exactly that you have yourself. What What is our email address? Our email address is travelingeggspodcast at gmail .com. Exactly. So just the name of the podcast, podcast at, at gmail dot com. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, do it like G Georgina did. Write us your stories. Write us your biggest travel disasters. If you don't want to write us an email, you can also shoot us a message on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah, direct um, message us. Exactly. And we'll be more than happy to take any suggestions, to take any suggestions and on board. stories on. Yeah. So for now, we 
we'll return next week (laughs) we We, thank you we thank you for listening and you'll hear us again next week yeah okay so for now bye 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 love you bye